Welcome to the Dating and Relationship Show with Laura Bellotta from singleinthecity.ca on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Good evening, everyone, and happy Sunday. Thank you for joining me for another episode of the Dating and Relationship Show right here on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. I'm your host, Laura Bellotta. I am a dating coach, I am a matchmaker, and I am the founder of singleinthecity.ca and the host of this amazing show each and every Sunday. What's the secret to love that lasts? Tonight's guests, oh, let me tell you, they know a thing or two about that. I'm joined by Roger and Nina. They are entrepreneurs and hosts of the Head Over Heels show, um, a fun relationship podcast. It's all about helping couples get to know each other better while strengthening their relationship. And yes, they are married. Uh, they are literally relationship goals, guys. Check out their TikTok at t.fam, underscore fam, and you're going to see what I mean. I can't get enough of their videos. These guys are so cool. Tonight, we're going to be discussing the secrets to a lasting relationship, how you can get through the ups and downs, and how to express your love so that you can be couple goals, too. Thank you for joining us, guys. I mean, we've been waiting for this moment. Here it is. Uh, you Here. guys are literally um, like my favorite couple on the planet. So, <laughs> thank <laughs> honestly, you very much. Right? Um, so thank you so much for joining me tonight. You're so sweet. We're so excited to be here. It's a long time coming. We've been talking about doing this for so long. (laughs) I know, I know, I know. Okay, so first of all, I just want to learn a little bit more about you guys. You guys host this fun podcast to help couples strengthen their relationship. And it comes from somewhere pretty close to home. You guys are married. So I would love to hear a little bit more about your love story. I know you guys met 23 years ago, or you've been together for 23 years. So tell us a little bit about your love story. Yes, so this September actually marks 24 years of our of being together and 18 years married. It's crazy. I mean, my whole life I've been with this guy, Laura. <laughs> I know, but you guys act like you just met yesterday. Honestly. Well, you know what? Got so many personalities. and She's got so many personalities, so a different one comes out every month. <laughs> <laughs> Is that the secret? I <laughs> That's definitely the secret. You want to go, baby? Do you want to tell her how we started, how we dated, how we met? Well, like she said, 24 years ago, she came up to me and uh, picked me up at a nightclub <laughs> where where I had no interest of picking anybody up. I was just chilling with some friends cl- close to after my birthday. And uh, sure enough, she just came and we hung out every day since. All right. So, uh, yes. And so, Nina, what do you want to tell the ladies about? A lot of women won't approach a guy. So what right. message do you have for ladies right now on going up and approaching a man or letting a guy know that you're interested in them? Well, see, Laura, I grew up thinking that men and women are equal in every way. So when a guy approaches a girl and asks her, ask her out, I never thought there was a wrong, anything wrong with a woman doing the same thing. So I never had an issue approaching anybody, let alone men. And if they're hot and they're cute, I'm like, yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm all for it, you know? So I walked in this club and I see this gorgeous guy, you know, at the club, at the bar, dancing, you know, with his sexy moves. And I told my girlfriend, I'm like, who the hell is that guy? She goes, oh, that's my roommate, Roger. Don't worry about him. I'm like, what do you mean, don't worry about him? He's hot. She goes, yeah, but I don't know if I can use this word on the radio, but she says, he's a I'm like, what? (laughs) 
<laughs> so I was really intrigued even more. I'm like, you know, I got to get to know this guy then. And that's how it started. I, we got, you know, we, we chatted all night and I ended up driving him home because he didn't have his license. His license was taken away from him for driving with no insurance. So I ended up driving him home that night. We talked for like an hour outside of his apartment in my car. And that was, that was the end of it. We ended up seeing each other every day for the first two years together. Like so, literally every day. I didn't even so Roger, know. So yeah. Roger, so um, you were apparently. Um, <laughs> what, was, <laughs> what was so different about Nina? Uh, you know what? Uh, when you said uh, <laughs> when she go up and pick up men in, in the bar or whatever, she did that. She had the balls to come and do that. And she also had the balls to not let me sleep with her for a month. Oh, <laughs> so, I mean, Okay. So every day hanging out together and just kind of making out, but no sleeping together, that kind of stuff. So that kind of, it kind of got me to remember her name and stuff like that, you know, the important stuff. Okay. So that intrigued you even more. The fact that she didn't sleep with you on the first night. Well, it's not that it intrigued me. It just kept me around until the wind. Maybe. Yeah, yeah, exactly. All right. Now you guys have been together, I guess you're coming on 24 years. And you guys are going as strong as ever. I mean, I check out your TikToks. Every, well, I follow you. So I, you, every time I open TikTok, you guys, it's like, oh, there they are again. Um, <laughs> what do you think are some of the secrets to finding a love that lasts like yours does? How do you keep things fun? Well, first of all, we've gone through a lot of um, ups and downs that every couple goes through. Every couple. Now that we're older and more, a little more mature and a little more wise, Looking back at our relationship, yes, we went through all everything that every couple got, goes through. But the difference between us is we literally knew in the back of our mind when we first started that this is it. We have no other option. Like he's my only option. I'm his only. I'm, I'm his only option. He's mine. So whatever we did, whichever stage we were in at that time of our life, no matter how tough it got, Laura, we always knew we had no other option. This is it. We have to fix whatever issue we have, and we because have to you do it. Because you took the know? oath. Because you yes. took that oath. Because well, most just, people don't think of it that oath. way. Most people but think, oh, no, the time. Pardon? Yes, go ahead. Go ahead. Most people think, okay, times are tough, so uh, see ya. Bye, I'm not working on this. But it's, it's amazing how you st- took a step back and said, this is our only option. We got married for a reason, so we're gonna we're gonna hang on and we're gonna make this work. So I love that. I can, yeah, I really love that. That Go was one thing commitment that we both made and we stuck by. I don't think we ever thought of any other way. You know. Mm-hmm. And plus, every every few years, we just kind of took on something that was a little bit more exciting and challenged us. Um, whether it's getting into business together, having kids, um, you know. Uh, just like this podcast that we're starting, uh, fitness, all this, just stuff that we kind of did together that kind of created a little bit of excitement, a little bit of fear, and kind of kept things a little bit fresh. No, but you guys seem to be together 24 hours a day. Is that just for the cameras, or are you really together 24 hours a day? Because you guys are both real estate agents as well, and you work together. You do videos together, you cook together, like everything seems to be together. Is that true? Yeah, so I mean, we, we do a lot together. Pandemic, sorry, before the pandemic, we were, like you said, we're in the business. So we'd be together a lot. I would say 80% of the time. We were only not together when he would, you know, when Roger would go show property to, to clients or, you know, what's so or not. But 
now since the pandemic, yes, we are together all the time. Like it's rare that we're not together. And you know what? We really enjoy it. I'm not going to lie. I enjoy every second I'm with my husband. It's not just he's my husband. It's we've grown to become best friends that I, I long for those moments with him. No matter what I'm doing, I'm like, oh, where is he? If, if he's gone for a couple of hours, I'll be like, I literally will miss him. I'll be like, so what's your ETA? What's happening? When are you coming back? You know, like. You guys are so cute. You guys have that love. You know, the notebook, the movie. You guys yep. remind me of that. You guys have Tell me that what you love. want. Mm. Oh. Um, and that's something that I think we all strive for when, you know, we think of a relationship. We think of that. Um, now, I'm sure that your relationship may have changed as well, you know, over the years as you've gotten to know each other on a deeper level. And like you mentioned, now you guys are best friends. So what are the things that you guys have learned over the years that you think couples should keep in mind? Well, I think things like knowing each other's uh, personality traits, love languages, stuff like that, that, that will, um, that seems to be the butt of everybody's argument. You know, like if, if we're, we, we talk to a lot of couples uh, with our show and people sit there and say, Oh, my husband doesn't care about me or doesn't love me because you know, he doesn't do anything around the house or whatever. Well, you know, that person's probably showing his love in his own love language and she doesn't understand it. You know, it might be, you know, he might be sitting there, you know, hugging her and kissing her all the time. And she's thinking, oh, it's all about sex, but his love language might be touch. So if you learn each other's love language and give them theirs in that way, and, and all this stuff strives from communication, understanding what, what the, everybody wants. Yeah. So what I think is, uh, I wish what I wish actually, when we first started dating, someone had told me that, listen, in order to have a great relationship, you need to learn about each other's, like Roger said, love languages, personality styles, attachment styles, all of these personal development that we did for past, I would say, 15 years. I wish we had known that at the beginning of our relationship. That would have made it so much easier to go over all the hurdles that couples go through, not knowing what's going on in their relationship, you know? Like, we were not taught of these. We were not taught all of these growing up. You know, all of this is new and is it's amazing how important it is in a relationship. So yes, I mean, that is one of the reasons a lot of couples can, can make it together because they don't know about each other. They right. need to learn about each other. And Nina, you know, 23 years ago, I don't think love languages existed. Like nobody knew what a love language was. And I wrote right. about love languages in my book like three or four years ago. And right. when I came out with that book, uh, media didn't even know what love languages were because I was doing a media tour and everyone was like, oh, what are love languages? So <laughs> you had no way of knowing. But yes, right. love languages play a huge role in the success of a relationship. I totally agree with you. Now, how can effective communication strengthen your relationship? We're going to be chatting about this and so much more when we come back. Stay with us. Now back to the Dating and Relationship Show with Laura Bilotta from singleinthecity.ca on Global News Radio, 640 Toronto. You're listening to the Dating and Relationship Show on Global News Radio, 640 Toronto. I'm Laura Bilotta with my guests. Nina and Roger of the Head Over Heels Show discussing the secrets to a lasting marriage. So let's jump right back in. 
All right, let's talk about communication because communication is everything. I talk about this all the time. It's everything. It's everything. So what advice do you have for couples who struggle to communicate effectively with each other? Maybe you can share some of the things that work for you guys. What works for you guys? So I think for us, um, even before communication, I find respect is the most important part of relationship. Mm-hmm. There's a respect in your relationship. There's communication. It you know flows really easily. There's no contentment. There's no eye rolling. There's none of that happening because once all of that happens, you know hit the fan. You know. So I think if there's a respect between the two people, then everything else will fall you know easily. But because we respect each other. We've learned to communicate in a great way. Before, I mean, respect's always there, but before we had issues in our relationship at the beginning because we wouldn't communicate properly. I wouldn't, I would be pissed off at him at certain things, that all the stories that I made in my mind, and he would have no idea why I'm upset. What's the problem? You know what I mean? And obviously, I didn't communicate it properly. So now that we're older, that we learn a lot more about who we are as you know, as a, as a person, we have a lot more self-awareness. The communication flows a lot easier. But for me, it starts from respect first and then communication. Yeah, that was one of your latest TikToks. It's about respect. Yeah. I'm, that's huge for me, respect. You disrespect me, mm, we're going to have issues. <laughs> Roger. 100%. And I know, right. Laura, I know for a fact, I will never, ever disrespect my husband. Because if I'm doing that, I'm belittling the man I love, the, the man that I say, he's my world, he's my, you know, he's the father of my children. I will never disrespect him in any way. You know, that's just, that. just the way I feel about it. I love that. Okay, and Roger, what do you think? Um, myself, I think, like you're saying, communication, is, is what the, I think is important about it is not getting, if you're going to ask questions, don't get pissed off at the answer. Don't, don't, um, you know, well, it's true because people that, that want to communicate, let's say the woman wants to communicate something with the husband. She's the reason why she's not doing it. She's too scared that he's going to get upset about it, or the husband is too scared the wife is going to get pissed off. You know what I mean? So you got to go in with an open mind, and and if you want to ask a question or do something, be prepared to handle the answer. I love it. So if someone, if your partner actually has the balls to come up to you and communicate with you something that's on their mind, don't turn around and throw it back in their face. Basically. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I say balls because I'm Italian. You know, this with you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, <laughs> all right. So another big part of the development of a long-lasting relationship is getting to know each other on a deeper level and being able to open uh, or be open and vulnerable with each other. So what tips do you have for being more open and deepening this connection? Again, we're, women, it's a lot easier for women than men to be vulnerable. And we've learned that, we've been learning a lot about that in the, in the recent years. Uh, we actually had someone on our show that was all about vulnerability, which was amazing because men don't tend to show their emotion. They don't tend to come clean with what they're thinking, you know what I mean? But it is so important to get it out of them, whatever that is. Roger was like that for a long time. He did not want to show his emotions in public or anywhere for that matter. It wasn't, you know, a lot of, working on himself, a lot of working on ourselves, both of us, and doing a lot of self-development work that we, you know, realize that being vulnerable with each other is the essence of our relationship, really, because if I'm not 100% honest and vulnerable with him, he doesn't understand me. He won't 
um, treat me the way I'm supposed to be treated and vice versa. You know what I mean? So I think it's extremely important in our relationship to be vulnerable with these spouse, to be partners, whether you're male or female. Yeah. I found, and I found myself, like, over the years, like Nina said, I wasn't allowing to show my vulnerability at all. Um, and, then, you know, it's just a, a guy thing. You're all manly. Oh, I don't do that kind of stuff. I don't show it. You know, that's something girls do. And over the years of, you know, all the self-development we've done over the years, I learned to not care so much about what other people think. You know, I mean, I, people, yeah, I love think, that. Oh, you're, you know, if you're going to act like that, you're, you're whipped or you're, uh, you know, she she wears the pants and all that kind yeah. of stuff. You know, Whatever. If I do shit to make her happy, that's the reason why I do it, because I want to be happy. <laughs> and it's nobody else's business, you know, yeah. and like, I think it's so important, and I'm sure you guys practice this, but when you guys have an issue in your relationship, you don't run to your friends and tell them everything. I mean, I don't do that. Like I, okay. you know, respect yeah. my partner enough to keep things between us. I'm not going to go badmouth my partner and bring all these people in. I think that's a mistake that a lot of couples make. When <laughs> hits the fan, they run to their family members, they run to their friends, and they start complaining about their partner. And then, <laughs> you know, and then all of a sudden, the family members and the friends have an issue with the partner. And then things get better. And then now the family and the friends still have an issue with the partner. So I think, and I, I'm pretty sure that you guys don't go outside of your marriage to talk about your problems. Am I correct? I, I, you know what? I love you for saying that. That's one of my pet peeves. And I constantly, Thank everyone you. that asks me about it, I always say, keep your problems between you two. Mm-hmm. No one asks me to know about it. Oh, no one. Because, yeah. when, yes, because you, you, you get everybody involved in your relationship. Are you married to everybody else or to your partner? I, that, that's one thing I am so against, Laura, is pe- you know, couples going outside of their marriage and dishing their dirty laundry to everybody. You know, it's, I totally agree. And it's different when you're just dating and you're just new uh, right. in a relationship. You just found this person. You guys are getting to know each other. There may be some issues that arise and you, know, you right. do talk to family and friends about that because you want their advice. But right. once... You're committed, you're in this relationship with this person, for goodness sakes, go to a counselor, but don't go to your family and friends. Absolutely. I mean, I've been there. When you are problems. Yeah, in the beginning of our relationship, I used to talk to my best friends about it all the time when we had issues. <laughs> but the second that we got married and we committed to one another, I mean committed, when you're committing to that person, you're committed in every way possible, you know? So if I'm committing yeah. to him, he is now my problem. He is my solver. He is my savior. He's my everything because I go to him for everything. He goes to me. And and that's how it should be in marriage because, once, like I said, once you, you know, get somebody else involved in your life, then they're that third or fourth wheel in there, and they're putting their opinions or their two cents into your relationship, which they don't know. They don't know your relationship. They don't live with you. You know what I mean? You know it better than anybody else. And they might talk you out of a relationship that's great. Just you're you having your own issues. But one thing I say when any, any kind of issues, any kind of fights we have, our main thing is to forgive faster. Yeah. We just we just talk about it. Too. You know, you know, we sit there and and, and if we get into a, an argument or something, I'll communicate to her and say, "This is my story. This is what I came up with. What just happened. This is why I was insulted mm-hmm. or whatever the heck the yeah. case." And she'll say her part, and most of the time. Both of us will look at each other like, huh, okay, I didn't look at it that way. You know I mean? Like, it's it just, you're not in each other's head. So I'm going somewhere with a story. She's going somewhere with a story. And we're both 
wrong by fighting about it. So we tend to just forgive faster. And to be honest, forgiving fast is a lot more fun. Yeah. Yeah, and you know, you know, this this started about three or four years into our relationship, Laura. Roger didn't want, did not want to commit at that time, and I was being upset with him. And I was like, you know what? That's it. We're not going to be together anymore. And we had broken up for about a good month. So he turned around and wrote me this eight-page letter that I sat down and read, and it really made me realize, okay, this is what we need to do when we have issues. We don't break up. We talk to each other about our issues. He tells me his story. I tell him my story, and we fix it if we're committed to each other. And that's what we did before we even got married. And that sort of stuck with us. Every time we have an issue, we talk it out, and we solve the problem, and we move on. Because, you know, I love him. He loves me. I want to be with him. He wants to be with me. But there are issues, right? So communication, like going back to communication, we talked about, and we solved the problem. But make it as quick as possible. Okay, let's get into intimacy now, because I know that intimacy is a strong part of your relationship. So, Nina, when the first time I met you, right, remember Greg Omino's yeah. party there at, at that, I forget where it was, but um, the, one of the things you said to me is like, I got to come on, we got to come on your podcast, right? And you said to me, you know that we have sex every day? I'm like, right. every day. <laughs> every day. <laughs> And we still okay. do, 24 years later. <laughs> okay, so let's talk about this. Now, what kind of role do you think, like obviously, I know it's a big role, but I want to hear from you guys. So what kind of role do you think that intimacy plays in the length of a relationship? Um, I mean, it can be easy to lose some of that intimacy and desire over the years, right? But not for you guys. Like, I just don't get it. So how can you keep it going so strong like you guys do today? Well, this is my husband's department. It's a favorite thing, right, baby? <laughs> <laughs> no, we don't have to give, ex- you know, um, no, no. His love 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 examples or anything, love. although it would, it would be nice, but, you know, we don't have to. <laughs> Go ahead, Roger. I'll send you pictures, I'll send you pictures and videos later. <laughs> no, I'll, post them, on, I'll just... post them on my Instagram so everyone can take a look. I'm just kidding. All right, go ahead, Roger. No, I think what it is is we, we try to impress each other. Um, I, I, we had a, had a situation the other day where I was, you know, we came in after work and everything, and I got out of my suit, changed into, like, comfortable clothes, and I put fragrance on. And my... my uh, my daughter comes up, she goes, Dad, why are you putting fragrance on now? You're at home. I said, well, I'm doing it to smell good for mommy. She likes to smell. You know what I mean? So, like, I, I, we continue to try and impress each other. And, you know, you know, she was wearing pajamas. You know, we threw away all of her flannel pajamas because I hate them. And she got nice stuff, you know, stuff that's going to make you want to walk. When she's standing there, you walk by, you want to give her a little smack in the butt. Well, I see that all the time on your TikToks. You're always smacking each other's butts. But, okay, so flannel, flannel pajamas are out of the question. How about the wintertime? It's cold. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> doesn't like them. God, doesn't them. Well, oh, you know what? I think, like, when I say flannel pajamas, I mean, when she grabs my flannel pajama pants that are, you know, eight times too big for her and she's got them all tied up, it just doesn't look appealing. As, as comfy as they are, Laura, yeah, they're not as appealing. So what he does is he cracks up the heat in the wintertime, so I have, I still have to wear shorts, <laughs> which is great. <laughs> but in, in all honesty, intimacy makes, makes a relationship. You have to have intimacy in your relationship. Otherwise, it, it's not going to last. And people say that, and, and, and they, they, they look at me in a funny way when I say that. Yes, 
It is extremely important to have it, not just sexual intimacy, but even though sexual intimacy is the best part, I mean, I mean we're human, it's, it's mother nature, we have to have that in our life, but intimacy in general is extremely important because if he's not, we're not intimate with each other, what's going to happen? We're going to fall apart, you know? We're going to get lost to each other. Exactly. And our relationship, you know, is, is based on our strong values, which are fun, you know, growing together and being intimate together all the time. So that's our thing. When we first started, that was what we promised each other we would always have. Right. Now, how does this couple keep things hot over the years? We're going to find out after the break. Stay with us. Now back to the Dating and Relationship Show with Laura Bilotta from singleinthecity.ca on Global News Radio, 640 Toronto. Welcome back to the Dating and Relationship Show on Global News Radio, 640 Toronto, with myself, Laura Bilotta, and Nina and Roger. Um, they are the hosts of the Head Over Heels Show, and we're going to get right back to our discussion on how you can in your relationship so that it lasts. Uh, we're talking about intimacy right now. Yes, this couple has sex every single day. And I'm thinking, my goodness, like, are you introducing toys? Are you, like, how are you keeping it fresh? Are you role-playing? Like, do you guys dress up? Uh, are you maybe um, bringing somebody in uh, into your relationship? Like, how do you guys keep it spicy? Give us some of your tips. We talk about a lot of stuff. We have great pillow talk every once in a while. And we, we do discuss fantasies. We do discuss what we like. And I think one of our biggest things, like you said, dressing up. Dressing up, yes, but not necessarily like Tarzan and Jane. We'll, we'll be, you know, we'll, if we go out to dinner, I'll make, I'll make sure she's got like the sexiest outfit that, that, that in, her, in her closet that I want to see her in. And she'll do the same with me. She'll put on whatever she wants to see me in. And, you know, throughout the day, actually, we did a, a TikTok about it. They took it down, but we put it on Instagram. But uh, about how our sex could last eight to ten hours. They lo- they, why'd they take it down? I don't know. They said something about nudity, and there was no nudity. I took it out. They must have seen what was in my head. I don't know. But- <laughs> I have a TikTok idea for you guys, actually. Yeah. You guys should d- dress up and then like do a, like do and have different outfits, right? And then these are some of the outfits that you guys change into. Right. Role playing during sex. That would be a cool tick. Those would be cool TikToks. You can do them once a week. Just don't <laughs> let your kids see them. That would be weird. That would be weird. Kids already blocked us on, on uh, TikTok because they find us cringy. Oh, like, have they? They have? They blocked you guys? Well, not necessarily blocked you. They have one account that they say they don't add us on so that it doesn't show all couple stuff. That's what they say. Yeah. <laughs> we're gonna, I want to talk about the kids soon. <laughs> we're not there yet. But I was saying, like, we'll go out on dates, we'll sit there and do stuff to turn each other on throughout the whole day. So that's why like I say what? Like, what? What are you doing to turn each other on? Tell us. I, well, like anything. Like, I mean, she's getting ready to, to go out. I'll come up and I'll, you know, if she, give her a little shot of tequila with me and cheers and kiss and blah, blah, blah. And I'll go and get ready. Um, you know, when we go out, I'll, I, I mean, I always open the door. I always do all that kind of stuff, but I pull a chair beside her and I don't only take my chair. I move my chair next to her. So I'm not like in front of her. I'm like side by side and we're, you know, in each other's arms and all that stuff. So that kind of stuff kind of leads to the night when we get home and then, you know, I give her the best 45 seconds of her life. 
45 seconds. You've been together for almost 24 years. Is it 24 seconds? Or, or... No, we had to talk a little bit before. No, you know what, Laura? We have great date nights. When we go out, a lot of the times we actually role play. I'll be like somebody else. And you'll be somebody else. Like, it's fun. I have this beautiful wig that I bought a couple of years ago, and I'll put it on. I love that girl. wig. You look so yeah. good in that wig. Nina, right. that's your hairstyle, girl. Right? So I put it on every now and then, and I, and I become that girl that night. And it's so much fun because it's not me. You know, I'm totally acting like somebody else, and he is totally acting like It's really fun. These are the things that keep a relationship interesting, keeps it on, keep us on our toes. You know what I mean? So We'll go on vacations. We'll go, like, away together we'll spend um you know a lot of alone time and these, these vacations are you know we'll, we'll go to topless resorts or whatever and all that stuff so just just adults no kids and have yeah. fun with each other mm-hmm. you know what i mean yeah. like forget the kids the kids are gone and we're, we're doing our thing and i just want to get back to the wig thing it's amazing how you can change your hair, and you feel like a totally different person. I have an alter oh, ego. Her name is Susie. So when my hair, like, I have naturally <laughs> curly hair, but because I, I like my look when it's straight, I always wear it straight. But when I wear my hair curly, I feel like a different person entirely. Like, my yeah. confidence changes. I'm actually less confident when I have curly hair. It is the weirdest thing. Right? Um, but I call her Susie. <laughs> She's I my call alter Sarah. ego. I call mine Sarah. She's a Sarah. Yes, that's hilarious. You know, I have curly hair naturally, and this is a straight blonde, really like bob cut. It's a very hot wig. So when I when I step into that wig, I'm Sarah, and I'm like this wild girl that you know that Roger has never seen before. (laughs) So everything goes when I have when I'm Sarah. So it's fun. It's fun. All right. Next question. Okay, I want to talk about. Health, being healthy and fit, because you two are all about staying healthy and fit and active and all that, and eating healthy and maintaining your appearance for both yourselves and for each other, I know is so important to you guys. So what if one of you weren't able to maintain this active lifestyle anymore, all right? Like just say hypothetically speaking for some reason, would it affect how you feel about each other? And I really want you guys to think about this. Seriously, because I know it's a big part of who you guys are and your attraction yeah. towards each other is the fact that you guys are in the gym together. You're always, you know, working out. You're staying fit. You guys look hot. So how would you like to answer that? Well, I would say, first of all, unless, God forbid, one of us gets really ill and can't physically do anything, then that would be a different story. But other than that, we'll always be fit. I'll always but push that's what I'm always saying. Push that's what I'm saying. In that situation, of course. Well, I think I think we have such a strong foundation and love for one another that no matter where we are physically, we'll always be together. You know what I mean? Yeah, and Roger. Um, and I think about that stuff a lot because uh, I mean, uh, her sister just went through some stuff where uh, breast cancer had to get them removed and all that stuff. And I sit there and I think about it it's in my head. Mm-hmm. If the, if God forbid something like that were ever happening to me, what would I? do right or what would she do because i think she would be more insecure than i would be i mean i'm infatuated with her i think that we had uh, a spectacular life to date so if we were to end our lives today i would be happy as hell so if something like that were to happen i would continue i would just you know i would continue to try and make her feel as sexy as she did before Aww. yeah Roger, i love because that 
But it would, it it's would gonna make me cry. Me. This guy. It's it so important. Think about if she's not happy and she's down all the time. You know, they always say happy wife, happy life. I mean, that it's goes both ways on on both sides. So if she's not feeling herself, then you know, I'd have to try and boost that up and try and make her feel better about herself, kind of thing. You know what I mean? Yeah, I love that. My my sister had leukemia, and uh, my brother-in-law was, you know, stood behind her, and he loves her so much, and, and it it has altered her, altered her looks a little bit, and she's not mm-hmm. quite the same, but he yeah. still loves her unconditionally. He is infatuated with her, and he, I know he'll be by her side forever, so I love guys like you guys. We need more of them. Um, we need to take a break, but I want to talk about your kids and, and how they feel about all this when we come back after uh, this message. You're listening to the Dating and Relationship Show with Laura Bellotta from singleinthecity.ca on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. And we're back on the Dating and Relationship Show. It's Sunday night, and thanks for joining me tonight. This is Global News Radio 640 Toronto. I'm Laura Bellotta with my guests tonight, Nina and Roger of the Head Over Heel Show, chatting about, you know, relationships and, and how to communicate more effectively, how to keep them strong, and now we're going to talk about their children because these guys cannot keep their hands off of each other. And I want to know how their kids feel about this. Because most kids would think like, oh my goodness, those are my parents. I'm so embarrassed. I'm going to turn my head. <laughs> I'm like, like, I don't know them. Um, can you just, you know, like go to the bedroom or something? <laughs> yeah. so how do your ki- uh, kids feel about all the affection that you guys have towards each other? Well, when they were younger, they would, um, they loved it. They would look at us, they'd be smiling, but every now and then they'd come in between us, sort of try to separate us because, we mm-hmm. you know, we're always in the kitchen dancing, making out, cooking, like doing stuff together. Yeah, you guys are right. making out. That's what I'm saying. You're making out. Oh, most, most people, most kids would feel uncomfortable with that. Yeah, no, our kids love it. They would, they would say that now they're saying, yeah, that's so cringy. And we're like, well, do you want to see us get divorced or do you want to see us? They're like, no, 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 stay together. The alternative, the alternative. I mean, most of my kids' friends probably see their parents fighting all the time. Right. So it's the alternative. You either see them fighting all the time, or see them kind of lubby dubby, kissing, hugging, and all that stuff. You know, which one do you think will mess them up? <laughs> you know, um, I, I remember my daughter when she was probably about eight, or I don't know how old she was, but she had said something. Uh, she was sitting down on Nina's lap, and she's like, "Mommy." She goes, do you love daddy more than you love us? Oh. <laughs> and she just said, no, it's just, it's a different kind of love. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's key. I mean, so why shouldn't couples feel weird about expressing intimacy in front of their kids? Because they'll have better and happier kids. I'm not kidding. I am not kidding, Laura. You know what? I tell people all the time, I have the best kids in the world. They look like the best kids. They really I, do. I, I, and honestly, I'm not just because I'm their mom and bi- I'm biased. Maybe I am, but I don't care because they are incredible children. They are polite. They're 14 and 13. They've never even said a swear word, okay? They're, they can't wait to get to high school because I promise them when, once they get to high school, they can use, you know, the swear words then. But they're allowed to curse. Not, yeah. They, 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 they wanted to curse when they were younger. I said no, and they never did. So they are really amazing children. 
and they're so happy. They're, and that's the key. They're happy children. And that's what this world needs, happy children, because the more happy they are, the better world we have, you know? Um, I don't know. I think it's really important to have that affection, intimacy, and laughter in your home so your, your children can see that and know. And, and I, really, I really don't think they, they think anything of it. Like they, they'll only react if we're fighting. If we're yeah. arguing about something, they will react. But if, if what were they in the do? kitchen and... No, they'd be just like trying to get us to stop. And my daughter all the time tries to make, find ways to make us start making out again. <laughs> oh, that's so cute. What does she do? Give me an example. That's funny. She'd be like, here, that, that stand in front of mommy and, uh, while she's cooking for a second. And, uh, you know, just, just look at her. She looks good, doesn't she? Don't you want to give her a hug or, you know, stuff like that, you know? <laughs> she literally uh, does that, Laura. She literally does that. She's so smart. She'll try it. When you're fighting, and we fight a lot, obviously. We, we're together 24-7. She'll be like, ah, you guys, you need to do this. You need to go get this together. Like, she'll plan things so we can do it together so we, we can stop fighting. She's incredible. But, um, yeah, when it comes to our children, I think it's extremely important to be, uh, to show them a healthy relationship. And I think Raj and I have the healthiest relationship. Oh, I, you know what? I totally agree. You guys, I look up to you, honestly. Thank you. Thank you. And, and it's, not, and it's not about bragging, Laura. I'm not bragging about it. I'm just hey, saying I wish you I, I know you're not everyone. bragging. You're not bragging. It's the truth. And that's why you're here. You're here to teach and inspire other people because we all want a relationship like yours. I know that I do. I know that the next relationship I get into, those you guys are my couple goals. I, I want that. And if I don't have what you guys have, I don't want it. I don't. I want my relationship to be, I know it's not going to be 100% easy, but it can be easy. Like my, my sister and her husband have a similar t- relationship to you guys. Although like she's not so PDA as you guys, my mm. sister's a little bit more private, yeah. but I mean, everything else is the same. I know that I can go over to their home at any time of the day and there's no arguing, there's no fighting. Um, they're civil to each other. Uh, they're going to be civil to me. And it's so amazing. I mean, I strive for that. So I thank you guys. I actually thank you guys for being here today. We don't have much more time. So I want to ask you guys this one thing. If you guys had to give advice to single people out there searching for their perfect partner, what advice would you give them to help them find a relationship like yours? Uh, Well, I would say be who you are 100% at all Mm -hmm. times, not not just the beginning of your relationship. Because if you are trying to be somebody at the beginning, I mean, your true self comes out later, you might not be in that relationship anymore. So you need to stay true to who you are and realize that relationships are not as hard as everybody makes them seem to be. They're really simple. The relationships are very simple if you know um, who you are. Yeah. Mine is quick. Mine is quick. Talk more, flirt more, and forgive faster. That's pretty much it coming from a guy and I say take your time go slow getting to know someone don't just jump in you know set those standards set those boundaries early you have to do that when you first meet them because it's going to be much more difficult to do later on um thank you so much man that's the end of the show when can you guys come back I really really adore you guys I love the show today where can people learn more about you guys and uh, your show 
So we are the Head Over Heels show. We are on Instagram. We are we have a podcast on all the platforms, Apple, Spotify, you name it. We are also on TikTok. We are T dot underscore fam, F-A-M. So you can reach us there. And my personal Instagram is Nina Kako and Roger Instagram is Roger Gurchin. You can reach us anywhere. And our, our website is hohshow.com. You can go there and, and find yeah, it. Yeah, and on Instagram, I know it's at Head Over Heels Show. Show. On Instagram. Now, if you guys want to get a hold of me on Instagram, it's official Laura Bellotta. I'm also on Clubhouse under Laura Bellotta. And also, if you're looking for a love like Roger and Nina's, I can probably help you achieve that <laughs> by joining my matchmaking yeah. service or coming to one of my events or help me in the world of dating. Um, I can help you. I'm a dating coach. You guys can just uh, go over to singleinthecity.ca to check out my services. Or again, you can contact me directly through Instagram, official Laura Bellotta. Thank you, everybody, for joining me tonight, and I'll see you next week. Ciao for now. 